Welcome, guys. This is Waves from the Wise podcast, sponsored by Scattered Thoughts, aka Brand with Three Dots. I have two D1 Marist women's basketball players here with me today on this episode. Very special to me because I haven't done a podcast episode in so long. So they're going to help me break that that mold. We have today Julie Bonilla. Samantha, how are you guys doing today? We're good, Gary. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there, you know. Good. It's a long yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. You know, it snowed. It was nasty mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Had to, you know, shovel a little bit. Yep. Do adult things. Yeah. We didn't really I get a snow it. day. We had practice, too. I practiced, too, which is crazy because the school's yeah. closed. But it yep. was like. We could sneak in there, you know? Yep, it's okay. So, for you two, what was that first moment of, like, oh, shit, I'm D1. Like, I could play D1. Schools are looking at me. Like, when was that moment for, like, you guys? Um, I think for me, <clears throat> personally, uh, sophomore year of high school, obviously, Gary, you know, we come from the same hometown, Waterford, Connecticut. You know, there's not much exposure playing in high school, especially at that level and especially for um, for girls at that age. So thankfully, AAU season um, kind of took over for me sophomore year into my junior year. And I was thankful enough that I had a, a really good AAU coach who played under Gino Ariama and she helped me um, really develop myself and develop my my talents into a way where I knew I could be D1 by sophomore junior year which is a goal I've always had when I was a little girl especially growing up in Connecticut so I would say after developing my freshman to junior year in AAU I think I really knew I had a chance especially with speaking for me I had four division one offers and the rest were D2 so that's Mm. when I think I really am which um which schools were they um, I had one from High Point, I had one from Vermont, Fairfield, and uh, Marist. High Point, like, Army yeah, High Point? Point? No, High Point uh, University oh. in North Carolina. Ooh. Yeah, I turned that it's down, nice down. too far, yeah. Oh, too really? far oh. for me. Mm, I get it. Yeah. I definitely do. Some people don't mind that, like, that, like, I want to just go out branch out to like yep. see what's out there because not many people see I guess the world but even smaller right. like the actual United States yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> so that wow I never knew that I knew yeah. you had a few d2s yeah, um I, I never more. knew that many d1s I mean yeah. I'm not shocked at that I'm actually shocked <laughs> that there wasn't more but um who was your a AU team and coach? Um, I, I played for the Connecticut Storm, and my AU coach was Kristen Caruso. Oh, she, yeah, uh, yeah she, she definitely played under, under Gino. Yeah, she did. In his prime year. So, quick question for both of you guys. Besides Maris being your favorite college, like, school, what is your favorite, like, other team? Like, UConn, uh, or if you have like a favorite player besides you know yourselves. Okay, um, my favorite team outside of Maris, obviously, because we go here, is actually Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma. When people, yeah, when people hear that, I think they are a little shocked because we live in New York. But uh, my parents were born and raised in the South, and they grew up huge Oklahoma fans, especially uh, Oklahoma football. So okay. I was kind of just around, like, Oklahoma Sooners my whole life. And um, after Sherry Cole left uh, recently and the new head coach came in, they have a young head coach, and now they're ranked top 25 in the country. I kind of started following them more. And mm. uh, my favorite player from Oklahoma is Maddie Williams. Maddie, what? wow. Yeah, she is really good. Yeah. I ain't going to, you know laughing or anything because that's like Oklahoma definitely threw me off. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to him. 
Because uh, I was like, oh, okay, she's about to say like Syracuse. Like, nah, she said Oklahoma. Low key wasn't expecting UConn, but that's like yeah. the like that's the 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 obvious like yeah yeah one that's, of those things. That's my favorite team, personally. You know, like from Connecticut, you yeah. gotta be you gotta be a UConn fan. You have to be. You have no choice. Do you like winning, or do you like? like right. It was. It's like you have no option, and right. like just and like just being like us being close to like you know. Wyndham, aka UConn. Yeah, it was exactly. always it was always a great thing. And then Hartford was like an hour away f- yep. from us. So like it was like, all right, do I go near Wyndham or do I just go to a game? Like, and I think that's amazing for a lot of the kids growing up at that time. I mean, yeah. now it's still good, but like that gives you like that chance. Like, oh shit, I can yeah. play here or yep. I can expect something. Right. And we would see, you know, blowouts, but we never seen lack of right. execution. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of those things that, like, UConn taught me. Oklahoma, I ain't gonna lie, Sam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's weird, but, like, I get it because <laughs> I am a Ohio State fan and I've never been to Ohio, right? I just always liked them for uh football which translated into basketball which then when they had Kelsey Mitchell that's when I kind of like had like my eye like yep oh like oh okay I kind of yep. like watching the girls and the irony of it this year they're actually really good well are good still they dropped yeah. a few ranks but it is what it is yeah um since we're on the topic of college um Sam did you have any offers in soccer um, coming out of high school? Um, no, I actually didn't. So I was getting recruited heavy at like D2, D3 level for soccer because I had just started playing basketball at the same time. And I think a lot of the soccer coaches noticed that I was playing both sports. And when I was a sophomore in high school was when I decided that I was going to pursue college basketball. Um, had I not pursued college basketball, I think I probably would have been able to play D1 soccer. Mm. But just like laying out both scholarships wise, I want, I honestly wanted to go for a full ride over like a 30% with soccer. Of course. Um, yeah, so I also, my only offer for college basketball was Maris because I had gotten an offer and then I accepted it within a week. So I kind of was off the market. Yeah. Sam was like, yeah, and I said, yeah. <laughs> she said, yep. Sam said, do you want basketball? Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what do I sign? How do I get the shirts? All right, cool. I mean, that's that's a, a rare, not rare, but it's one of those things where, like, once you get it, just harvest it and capture it mm-hmm. because most people have like multiple you know, D1 offers or the same conference in a sense, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, like, you just was like, word, bet. They have my major? All right, cool. You know? All right, cool. I'm there. And apparently all of you guys are doing well because you guys are making the all-academic team almost every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have been. <laughs> you, are, you are a lot better than me. Um, <laughs> no. How was it? when you first like entered Maris, like your freshman year, like how, what was your mentality? Like Julie, I know you was like the main person that like, you know, Waterford or like, was it like a, a mental setback? Like, all right, this is a different level. I'm not that girl. Like I'm not that, you know, number one, I'm like, they all see me on the same level or there's people who are almost as better as me, which is a crazy thing to probably tell, you know, yourself. <laughs> but yeah. Was it like a real reality check? No, I mean, yes, it was. But I honestly was just happy to like be in that situation where I okay. knew girls one through 10 above me were better than me. And it was honestly a really good opportunity for a freshman who had just stepped on campus in June. Mind you, we I graduated high school maybe two weeks earlier and then 
one week earlier than the next week you're moving into your college college dorm room ready to start right you're starting summer classes you're starting your basketball practices in which the the competition and level is just way better than obviously high school is so I think I was just ready to learn from all the girls um above me especially with the senior class that we had so I wasn't really going into it like it was loaded yeah yeah I wasn't really going into it like I used to be that person so I have to be this person at Maris I was just more open to learning and and really developing myself you know, as a freshman, because it's not, it's, it's not easy when you come into a high uh, respected program as many yeah. as when you're a freshman, especially when they were winning um, back-to-back <laughs> championships like that. So it was, it was a lot of nervousness, but I was just really overall excited to, to just have the opportunity. Didn't you guys make it in, was it 2019-20 season? Yeah. Yeah. Our freshman year, we. The semis. That was when COVID hit, right? Yeah, that was COVID. Um, Yeah, that was the the year that we were supposed to win a MAC MAC championship. You guys was 18 and 2. Right. We weren't losing to many. Mm. So it was tough that year. We went through a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So after knowing, well, Sam, how did you, how did you like feel coming in like, all right, I'm going to be whatever they want me to be, but they kind of got it. You kind of got to like amplify it just a little bit to like solidify like your role or your spot. Yeah. Freshman um, year. So even on my AAU teams and my high school team, I was very much, I had the ability to like score and rebound, but I was very much a role player. And into college, I ended up being pretty much the same thing which I was totally, like, accepting of because when you come into a program your freshman year and you're playing with the Han twins and Alana Gomez, yeah. um, I very much was just embracing mm-hmm. my role <clears throat> and trying my best to learn mm-hmm. from people who were four years older than me that had already been through four years of college right. and kind of envisioning what it would look like for me when I was older. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so – like taking that role that I had in high school and just elevating it to the next level, but trying my best to show the coaches my potential of what I can become. That way, their decision about recruiting me would be solidified. I understand that whole point. What's funny is that some people expect you to do either too much or not enough. Mm-hmm. So for you to sustain that that same... I guess, mentality of, all right, I was already, like, playing a good role during AU and possibly high school. You're telling me to do this in college? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All yep. right, no problem. Like, <laughs> I can do that. You know, they didn't ask you for too much. They just asked you for a consistency. And mm-hmm. obviously, f- four years later, <laughs> you know, yeah. you gave them that. Um what is something like I want to say? What is one downfall that happened that almost broke you, like you know, mentally throughout your whole four years? Like, was it like a certain game, a certain practice? Just things just felt stagnant, or did either one of you go through that like spill? Well, was like, yo, I'm getting tired of this. Um, yeah, mine came during uh, sophomore year, and it's very easy to blame COVID on that and the fact that the way our institution handled COVID. And, yes. Um, we were quarantined for the whole season that we played, and in the end, when you look at our numbers, it worked out because we ended up winning a MAC championship that year. But I think that year was really broke me down. Um, and I started questioning, like, did I make the right choice in even playing basketball? I was questioning myself, like, should I have gone and played college soccer? Would I have been happier? Um, did I make the wrong choice? And ultimately, so I was, I was dealing with that alone, and I was very close to not just, like, walking away from Maris. I was close to quitting basketball as a whole. But um, what really saved me was the leadership on the team that year. Um, Willow Duffel and Ali Best were the senior captains while we were sophomores. And I finally, like, 
was almost ready to go home and I was I talked to them and they were kind of my saving grace and this was like two weeks before we went to the MAC tournament and we ended up winning it so it ended up all being one third so look at God basketball mm-hmm. basketball breaks you down definitely does lowest point and then, um, it's your teammates and it's 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 yourself you. that bring you out of it it's and most people don't realize until like you play like a full season of like mm-hmm. just being around people like when people say like oh you know what are you doing and, you know he was like bro why you ask me that same stupid ass question you know exactly right. what what i'm doing mm-hmm. like i got study hall you know this time yep, I, I gotta like five minutes to possibly eat yep. <laughs> like like i need you to just either text me or, or just realize that this is not just an easy road it's just something that you gotta like kind of dedicate and yeah, it's do. tougher being like an actual like you guys were were like all academic while almost sam's like mentally about to like you know break down but mm-hmm. you know like it's a tough balance and I definitely praise, you know, you guys for that because as a college athlete, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, I actually failed my, like, two years at, like, WestCon because it yeah. was, like... It's hard. It's tough being on track with no one helping you. you yeah, know? it's challenging. Like, like, it's easy to fall without, like, all right, you know what, if I just don't do this one assignment, I could just... And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it trickled down to yep. the two assignments. And then... You, your coach you think coach don't know or like you know is tapped in and you say yo why am I not playing and it's like yeah "Yeah, so about that course that you know you missed that huge project in right (laughs) and it's like it's like damn how the hell did he know that (laughs) Uh um but it's definitely a tough journey and I'm glad you are um finishing it out and I'm glad you guys know what what uh winning is like yeah. Not to switch the topic. This season is it. It seems like it's just it's up and down. Yeah, it's been up and down. Um, I mean, I think we've made improvement from last year. You know, we've had we've been trying to rebuild a lot because we lost five people to transfers, and um, we had a really rough season last year, which we tried to not carry over into this year, but some of the stuff just still lingers a little bit. So what we tried to focus on really coming into the summer and coming into the fall was just rebuilding our culture and just our connection within each other. Because if you don't have that when you're playing, then you're not, you guys are not going to win games. You see teams out here playing, like playing together, um, playing like they care about each other and about the sport. So I think last year we lacked that a lot. So this year we've done a, a much embracing that as a team and just fixing our culture before we could even learn how to run motion or any other thing. So, I mean, it's been up and down, but I think there's a lot, there's been a lot more positives than negatives. It's all about what you, I guess, accept and deal with. Like everyone yep. has a choice and everyone has a role. Yep. So I can only imagine, like, you guys have games on, like, ESPN Plus, ESPN 3. Like, is that pressure? Or, like, um, is it just, like, another game? Because I can only imagine you guys having, like, your Instagram is blown up every game <laughs> from people just either tagging you or, like, just naturally showing love or, like, you know, messages and yeah. stuff. So is that, like a real pressure thing or like what is it um i would say now that we're seniors there's not that much pressure around like playing on tv and being in front of fans yeah you definitely get used to it yeah over four years must be nice it It, it was a big shock um freshman year because in high school like no one comes to the game yeah no I'm lucky mm-hmm. with, like, 50 parents are there. Yeah. And then you come to Marist, who has the best fan base in the back, and you're playing in front of a thousand plus people. It's kind of like a shock factor. And then you, you just get used to it over the years. And playing on TV is just like another normal. And then as far as social media, I mean, we get a lot of hate. And yeah. We also get a lot of love. So, really? Um, a lot of hate. Yeah, Why you'd be they... surprised. Yeah. Go is check it, out that do... Maris Hoops board. They talk everything. Really? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to look it's... at it right now. 
You should. It's I, I personally, not to comment on it, but I think it's a lot of people on the outside who don't really understand what it's like on the inside. And yeah. if you're, I think if you're not a part of 1 through 15 on our team, you personally don't know what's going on. But it's just a lot of, oh, this person this, this person that. I honestly so, haven't looked at it. So, but, well, so if that, if let's say you read that, like, right, like, yeah, after a game, you're just like, damn, I know I played shitty. They finna flame me up up in this little, yep. you know, and like, you just like look at it. Would you get offended or would you just take it with a grain of salt knowing you could have? you know, done better? Or is it just like, like wild shit? Like it's, said, it's pretty wild. I'm not gonna lie. It's, I think you could try and take it with a grain of salt, but um, more oftentimes than not, then you're, you're probably going to get offended because some of the stuff mm. is just, it's, it's not acceptable. And with, in, in a way that you shouldn't be talking about 20 to 22 year old uh, college girls in the way that uh, some of the, the quote unquote fans do. Not to make it, a gender thing does that happen with the boys too yeah it does okay yeah, yeah there's a mirror's men yeah, they also have one as well so okay and i could like only imagine like they gonna yeah. be like how is he six seven and he can't yeah. dunk and i'm just right. like bro if only you knew how you know how... genes work like how hard like not everyone is. yeah like not everyone is like a freak athlete like <laughs> right like for people who don't know sam is six two <laughs> So like it's not yeah. like it's not like Sam is like Brittany Griner, but six two no. is in a girl's I guess height. That's kind of big. Like yeah, you know it is. So, so like imagine a six two like small forward with hands out actually guarding. Like that's kind of right. a, a tough assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just find it funny how no one goes to the girls' games because they don't dunk or some sort of like a it's not exciting right when i when i feel like like i coach girls now i coach yeah. um um high school i coach a a u yep. i prefer girls over boys because one you guys listen and like actually just do the fundamental stuff like yeah the technicality if I showed, of it right and the fact that you can execute and like kind of like be like oh coach you're right. That did work. Mm-hmm. A boy would be like, "Yeah, coach, you know, I'll cook you." I'm like, "Bro, I don't think you realize. Like, I'm a understand. really good, like, I'm a really good basketball player still. Right. So I don't know what you think this right. is. I go to practices with shoes on. Like, all right, so who won it? All right, right. That's what I thought. But I never realized how much, like, I knew. Realize like inside of that like culture like damn y'all really just don't support women's basketball mm-hmm. as much as you should and even though it is not I guess as exciting with dunks and like you know the right. putbacks and and the athleticism I think if people love basketball they, they would realize like yo this is fundamentally good like it's spacing mm-hmm. it it's it's shooting the yeah. intricacy of just it's like IQ oh, high IQ. And people don't realize that. And when I mentioned to them, like, oh, have, you know, did you watch um, Iowa play? And everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, why? I said, bro, they have a really good one-two Clark. punch, but <laughs> they have a good one-two punch, but they have a good surrounding cast. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, you know, reminds me of, I think it was like you guys' freshman year? Yeah. Like that team, you guys went... T- 26 and four right. so, so so like that team was just clicking on all cylinders and you guys had a perfect balance mm-hmm. and you, you guys competed and held it I, i'm assuming everyone accountable yeah no we did 26 and four That's why we won. <laughs> so so uh yeah what would you tell your freshman year self now that you are a senior that you learned throughout the whole four years of like maris whether it, it was on the court and something like, you know, within the actual school, like networking, uh, making the proper connections, um, getting to school or classes on time and not, you know, BS. Like what is some of those, those lessons you would tell your freshman self? I would tell myself personally, just 
I know not to sound like cliche, but just how proud I am of myself for honestly not quitting. Um, because, you know, now that I'm a senior, you know how hard it is and how hard your four years of college will be given all the academics and, and the athletics that you have to go through. But I think um, for me, I would just say how proud I am with, with, with overcoming all the things I went through. Thankfully, you know, as Sam mentioned earlier, we had the hand twins. And mm, Hannah Han yeah. left me with something when she left senior year. She told me that uh, basketball is um, not going to be with you for the rest of your life. It's going to be the memories you make with your teammates and with the people you meet outside of basketball and your housemates that you're going to carry um, carry over with you in your life. So I think I've stuck with that for my four years. And I think it's just made me a, a happier and a, a better person just keeping that uh, kind of mentality. How about you, Sam? Um, yeah, I would say my, if I was going to tell my freshman self something, I would say um, you're in the right place at the exact right time with the right people, even if it doesn't feel like it. So as a freshman, you kind of come into college, you're overwhelmed with the amount of people you see and the amount of recognition you get as the most basketball players on this campus. And I would say your life will end up being a lot bigger than basketball. Um, even though there's a lot of pressure and expectations to be a great basketball player while you're here, I think I met a lot of amazing people and I did a lot of networking. And mm-hmm. I'm going to take a lot of things away from college other than just basketball. Mm-hmm. So if my mm-hmm. career is ending this year or whether I play another year or not, like my basketball career is eventually going to come to an end. And I think something that I'm really proud of is the fact that I will have an identity outside of being a basketball player. Because I think a very big problem with college athletes is they get called launched up or that they have trouble finding themselves outside of their sport. Mm -hmm. And if I could tell my freshman self something, it'd be like, you are a person too, not Mm -hmm. just a basketball player. Human. We are human. So I'm glad you brought that up, right? So when is the last time someone checked on you mentally instead of just asking like a casual, how are you? Um, I got checked on today, honestly. I love that. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a rough couple weeks for Sam and I, you know, we're just going through a bunch of changes and, and, um, come in reality of just how things are are coming so um, it's been a challenging week um, per se for us mentally for us both mentally but um, yeah I got checked on today I love yeah. that I got checked on yesterday my mom texted me so I don't uh, I talk to my mom maybe like once every week she just like we have a conversation to catch up she's just making sure I'm doing Okay, but yesterday she texted me um, after we found out about some of the changes that are going to be happening and just other things we've been going through coming to the end of our senior season. Mm. Um, sent me a text and said, are you okay with everything that's happening? And I was able to talk to her for a little bit. So. That's great. Yeah. I feel like I feel like sometimes people just got to just take a step back from anything that's pressuring them that's too Mm -hmm. heavy on you know Mm -hmm. their plate and just just think outside of whatever's happening you know yeah like every day I'll like wake up and be like all right Gary you're great like Mm -hmm. I know that yeah (laughs) and then I just go on to have like either a great day or maybe I just built this tolerance of like I don't really accept bullshit or I just walk away from it Mm -hmm. and and some things you can't like avoid <laughs> and I don't know what's happening with the changes, which I hope it gets better and not worse yeah. or you guys uh, adapt better. Um, but I think people, cause we're human. So mm-hmm. I want to give you guys a lifelong challenge of just slowly randomly checking in on other people. Yep. Like, like I know you guys are really good people. But like actually like on some like, you know what, let's go get, you know, you know, a bite or you know, you know, let's yeah, go yeah. get up 
you know, you know, from shots and just asking them like, what do you go through? Like, yeah, I, I just want to hear like, like people just open up more and not be scared to like kind of open up their feelings towards people who like actually care about them mm-hmm. <clears throat> because people get obviously, you know, betrayed. They feel like, you right. know, people are being fake and there's a lot of trust issues happening. Yeah. Um, but just always tap in or with a family member or a random friend, just send you, you know, a message to someone. Um, cause they'll, they'll pick you up in more ways than you ever thought. You yeah, know? I agree. Um, are you guys, did you use your COVID year? No, we haven't. We do have another year of eligibility. So you guys leaning towards like, all right, do I want to do this? Or are you guys completing your, um, your bachelor's, I'm assuming? Yep. Unless, okay. What are you guys going, well, <laughs> what are you going? What's our plan? To, yeah. Like, what's the next thing? Um, For me, I can't see myself hanging out the shoes yet. I want to play another year, regardless okay. where, whether that means I'm here at Marist or I'm here I'm somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I think most importantly, I want to get my degree in um, in social work, my MSW, which really um, is yeah. Oh, that's a tough field, man. It is. It is. I th- I think personally, I could I could do it. I could see myself doing it, and um, <clears throat> yeah. So I I would like to, if all works out. I mean, it's not up to uh, Coach Georges anymore because obviously he's retiring. So. It's up to the new, yeah. uh, new head Go. coach to to decide. Yeah, so you I guys just wanna... know who it is. Yeah, it's uh Erin Dowdy. She's the associate head. Oh, coach yeah, right oh now. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Dowdy. So it's up to her uh, remotely to ask Sam and I to come back. And even if she does, we both want to have our options on the table to, of course, to go somewhere that's just going to better us. Yeah, I think my outlook for the future is just options, options, options. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% uh, set on taking my fifth year and playing it. I would love to get a graduate degree, but I also am looking into applying uh, to Dobbs right now. I'm a criminal justice major, and I want to. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Sam. Sam. Stop, stop, stop. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I get it. But you said a federal agent? Yeah, so... Are we thinking, mom... like, CIA, FBI? <laughs> like... uh, my dad works for Customs and Border Protection, but I'm oh, Jesus. That, uh, <laughs> FBI or Homeland Security. Or, Top uh, dog. Yeah, person. facts. Um, so, Have you watched any, like, shows? Like, not to kind of, like, you know, ramble off, but have you watched any shows of, like, FBI's, like, CIA's? Um, yeah, I watch, like, the, like, the, the popular shows, like, Chicago PD and all that, but I actually watch, like, the, the real, like, crime documentaries. Yeah, like, I watch, like, Forensic Files. And <laughs> oh, Sam's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I watch, like, the actual, like, the boring crime. Sure. Sam's over there solving shit before he reached the 48th hour. Yeah. Sam was like, okay, that dude right there robbed him. Yes, he yeah, killed him. Well, Knife is in the bushes. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? Like, come on, speed it up. I'm on my investigative work these days. Inter- yeah. So, if you want to be that, is it hard for you to uh, let, fr- like, new friends in to tell, like, you know, your life? Because, like, I feel like as a, a future investigator you have like this like certain i guess yeah, rubric of like yeah, yeah. all right uh, that I think that girl acting funny <laughs> yeah, okay yeah i think i have a little like radar but no like, okay. i don't give people a chance but my yeah i was in a, a top house for 30 years so my dad yeah. was always like be aware of your surroundings type of thing, but I'm not always to be too too on edge. Like I want I, I want have friends and fun. I'm only twenty two. All of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, Sam was like, "Yeah, so I'm a Fed now, guys." So, um, <laughs> so yeah, 
Like, don't do nothing stupid. I can't bail you out. I can't get you on a speeding ticket. I need you to just... right. <laughs> um, have you... so Sam, I'm watching this show called Blind Spot. I feel like you should definitely watch it. It's on Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Okay. And it may seem weird, but it's quick rundown. It's a uh... it's kind of cool as hell. I ain't gonna lie. It's <laughs> FBI. Um this girl gets dropped off in like a like little it's crazy a duffel bag she's like fitting in there she comes out in the middle of i think like new york and yes doesn't she have like mad tattoos yes yes and her like brain power is like she yeah she's brain powered i'm crying (laughs) no she she definitely (laughs) not her um her memory got erased by like this like drug or like something like that so she just doesn't know exactly who she is and like it's kind of cool but all of the tattoos is like a like own separate case i feel like mm-hmm. you should watch that show i'm watching it with uh, my wife now and i'm just like stuck to it um but yeah it's called blind Spot. you might like it you, you might not because like you're probably on something like all right they should just be doing this already. They should be dating. They should be arresting this already. So if I like it, like someone who's in a similar field would probably like it. Too. I'm all, She definitely would. I also am a criminal justice. I kind of. Um, so I get it. Yeah. Quick story. In college, I just didn't know what I was doing until like my junior year. They come up, they came up with interdisciplinary studies, which basically was like two minors. So like I completed a lot of JLA classes. So and I was just interested in like seeing people in their mindset of why they did crimes or like you know history of it. So I took a lot of classes, and then they were like. Gary, just take this and do this. I was like, yep. this is going to get me graduating faster because that's the only thing I care about. And I was one of those people who was like, balls life. <laughs> and reality hit <laughs> real fast. Like, okay, so what you got playing, Gary? I'm like, yo, I'm trying to play, you know, overseas. That's not how that works. So, <laughs> all right, so right. it was a very interesting reality check. And I was like, I wouldn't mind this. But I think my problem is I'm a little bit too skinny for like, you know, <laughs> Quantico. Um, I don't like lifting weights, so that's all the picture. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And I'd rather be like a okay, he's quick, he's smart on his feet. But if I gotta like lift like weights in order to like prep for a test, he lost me. Um, and that's just, that. just not you know my thing, but. I hope you, you do great. I actually had a professor who was like a like fed. See now <laughs> you got me saying fed. Um, <laughs> and like he was like, it's a great job. It's a great experience. If you, you like meeting people, obviously that's not the best case, but you learn more about people's whys, you know, and reasonings. into the field oh my gosh Sam I can't oh, believe she, you just said crazy. that yeah I was gonna say all right so you know let's just get straight to it what's your go-to pre-game song then or like a playlist who do you listen to oh my god I'm gonna get flamed so Julie you can go oh god okay so me personally big Nicki Minaj big I knew that too and that's crazy <laughs> That's so big, sad still. Big, big Nicki Minaj. Honestly, I listen to everything and anything. I'm also heavy on the Spanish music when before I play because that just it just makes me feel it's a good. Different vibe. Yeah, it's, 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 vibe. Just, it's a different it. vibe. It just makes me feel good. Like not even in basketball, just like in life and happy. So I just that gets me going. Okay, so we got Spanish and Nicki Nicki Minaj. All right. Yeah. So so basically, you're a Barbie. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. got you. Yeah. yeah, All yeah. Right. I'm all, all right. Place. I, no, please, I'm please open your phone and like. <laughs> yes, Sam. <yeah. laughs> please, I'll open my phone and put my phone on shuffle. I do not care. Like, um, 
sometimes country music comes out that I, I never know. Yeah. Sometimes Oklahoma, I'm, okay. I'm listening to like R and B, sometimes Spanish music, so it's kind of a pill. Yeah. Sam's on the Spanish vibes. I'm on the Spanish vibes sometimes. Um, Nicki Minaj, obviously, like our song. Oh my gosh. Yes, so, that's our staple song. Great song. It is. It's played at every single every home game this year. I feel like you guys have like a certain playlist that you know you like you gotta play this song. Yeah, we do. That's definitely the song okay. that has to be played. So R and B, what do you listen to? Are you like an old school R and B or like new school toxic R and B? Big difference. So toxic. Okay, got you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Bryson Taylor. Bryson Taylor. I'm not going crazy with Bryson Taylor, like, I've seen it right. earlier, but... Yeah. I'm an oldie <laughs> at heart, personally. I'm about to say, yeah. I'm an oldie. I think just my parents, I... just growing up with them, like, they've just instilled such, like, a great culture of music, and I could listen to old school music any day of the... Like, any day, I, anytime. I, I was gonna say, your brother is, like, probably my age now, so, like, he... Yeah. He... He probably, he put you on to, you know, music. I ain't mad Yeah, at they that. definitely, my older brothers, you know them, they definitely put me on to, to some good Great stuff music. that I probably shouldn't have been listening to 13, definitely 14 not. years old. But, you know, right now, it, I'm happy I did because it's just great music. It is what it is. Yep. <laughs> Look at you guys now. <laughs> Correct. D1 athletes. Listen right. to, you know. Wiz Khalifa and don't know what he was. <laughs> he was saying what he was talking about. It's like, yeah, right. uh-huh. black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> I'm gonna still sing it though. As you should. Yep. What is the uh, first impression of each other? Um, Freshman year. So funny story, actually. Sam and I met obviously through marriage, but prior to that, we had been in contact with each other like our during our high school year so um sam came to waterford in may of 2019 and she actually came to waterford high school for a day because she was spending the weekend at my house that's fire so sam has some waterford sam has some waterford high school in her jeans yes i do it was the best weekend like in high school ever because my high school is so boring so i was like um, yeah so you go waterford i was like i'm gonna go to my future roommate teammates house in connecticut yeah and everyone was really confused but nice house just, too it's crazy yeah 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 it was then, it was just a nice way for us I to like and it was fun. bond yeah so we had a a bond before we even got, got to yeah college. was this during um the season or no, like was this it was, like this was uh when we were seniors in uh high school high school yeah so the season so, ends over by then okay Oof, i'm about to say did you show sam the uh the community <laughs> center no no i didn't oh. no, no i don't think she you haven't been in the community <laughs> no but she's Let... been through and around waterford so many times now she pretty much lives there honestly it's crazy because New London and Waterford is like right there. Yeah. I am assuming that you guys went to Mohegan at some point. Yes, yes. we have. We've been to Pet Bay's. Oh. We've, been, we've been in New London. We've been in the waterfront. Crispy Cream is amazing. Hot. Yep. Oh, Jesus. I'm craving some now. Uh-huh. That is, that's... I know. It's been Oof. a minute. But yeah, we has... we just had... We've just had a really good opportunity to bond and like just connect even before we got to marriage. So as soon as we got here, we were just instantly um, had a connection. Yeah, so we like just... already knew each other, so we did not to skip that. There was no like awkward phase of like, oh yeah, oh like yeah, we're gonna be living together. Like, it was just let's let's do this. We don't got a choice. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have a choice. You got school. So you basically are from like water for now. I love it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Over my four years, I've been there handfuls of times. And I've actually, fun fact, never been to Sam's house. It's so far. <laughs> I was gonna say, like Sam, where are you from again? I'm from the Buffalo area. Oh Jesus, that's closer. like six hours plus. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually closer than Niagara Falls, but I've, mm, I've never been. People, but... So those those holiday 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever weekends when Sam couldn't go home, Sam would always come to Waterford. So she's just it's had closer. To... Yeah, yeah, it's way closer. Do you guys still um, you guys still speak to people who like left the program or um graduated? Yeah. Um, uh, George just had his last home game on Saturday, so it was actually yeah, really everyone nice. There, yes. Yeah, all the alumni were there, so it was really nice for us to see our um, former teammates come. You know, some of them are married now, having kids. Yeah, so everyone is getting old now. You know. Yeah, but we do we do okay. try and keep in contact with with them because it's just they were a big part of our of our yeah, freshman we year. Went to one of their weddings last Sunday. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Elite. Because I know. Whew, wedding yeah, food it's is crazy. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Wedding. wedding. It was I fun, too. Wedding. It was in was Texas. Nervous. Yeah, That's congratulations, hot. too. I know you got married. Thank I'm not you. sure how long ago, but. Last July, I think. Yeah, congrats. You know, thank you. You know, it's a huge commitment. commitment. Yeah. Almost had me, you know, hanging up my shoes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do it yet. So, no. Um, next game is I want to say Thursday. Yeah, we're at number one seed Iona. Ooh. Doubleheader for their senior night. Yep. Oh, that's a long night. That would be a that tough is... one. You guys are first. Yeah. Yeah, we're first. We're at four thirty, and then the Maris men play after. And you guys gotta stay there, obviously. No, Thankfully, we don't. Our, oh. our teammates is from New Rochelle, and is hosting a dinner for us after our game. I love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a far, far drive. Um, yeah. Is there any place where, like, you guys had to, like, hop on, like, you know, a jet or, like, you know, airplanes? Or, like, you know, any games? Yeah. We've been to – well, we just went to Ireland this yeah, season, November. Actually. We were in Ireland. We've been to Texas, Disney, Arizona. Oh, the D1 uh, lifestyle. I'm just. I know. Shoot, wow. the stuff you sign up for to be doing that, though. <laughs> this, yeah, no. Yeah. Shoot, the NCAA tournament, we took a, a, a private commercial. Yeah. PJ. When we went, when we went to, what was it, San Antonio? Yeah. Yeah. San Antonio, like, getting to live kind of the big school lifestyle because they have charter flights. We were all, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like, so this is how y'all live in? Okay. Yeah, okay. We, were, we were coming out the it. elevator in, in Yukon's right there in the lobby. Yeah. Kind of can't be, you know, a fan. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to be cool. You got to gotta keep it cool. What's up, Paige? What up? Right. <laughs> Like, what Meanwhile, you like, bro, I'm about to pass They're nasty. Out. Like, <laughs> like, how do y'all do this? You walk um, by Aaliyah Boston. Uh, right. Yeah, so, we did. So, one of my last few questions. So, yeah. who is someone in college now that, like, you like seeing, like, god damn, she is good. Like, like she's just different. Leah yeah, Aaliyah Boston. I think both of us would say that she's just so pure and so genuine when she plays. Like, I think you could just tell in 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 her manner and in the way she um just plays that it's just a basketball that you like to see, especially for college and women. Aaliyah Boston, you said, is really you know. And genuine, nice. It's just pure. Like you can see that she plays with pure heart and, and dedication, and, and I don't know. I think I just like her her manner. Yeah, she portrays herself and the way she carries herself outside of basketball too. She, if you listen to her interviews and the way she speaks about herself and her teammates, and she's very humble, and she's also an amazing player. So I think all around, I would say. She's someone that we really look up to. Mm-hmm. I love that. Hot seat questions. Give me your top five of all time WNBA players. 
Of Actually, no. no, 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 scratch that. That one's after. Who okay. is some of the best players you witnessed in person? Ooh, in college or just any- or anywhere? Anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Best players. Or I've seen Paige Beckers play in person. Really? Yes, she was pretty. Yeah, I can only imagine. Wait, so- so the WNBA doesn't count because there was a lot. It does count. Come on, that's that's where everything counts. Come on. All right, all right. Super. So honestly. many. Super. Diana Taurasi. Asia Wilson. Kelsey Plum. Hey, Stewart. Stewie. Um, Stewie. 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 I like Courtney Vandersloot, honestly. Okay. Are you guys Liberty fans? You see, I'm a WNBA fan. I, <laughs> I like Sabrina and SQ. You kind of got to be like a WNBA fan, guys. Yeah, like, that would have been awkward if you wasn't. Yeah. I like the Aces. Now, do you like the Aces or you like them prior? Um, I like them prior. As soon as Kelsey okay. Plum graduated, I started like liking them. Love Kelsey Plum. Cause, yeah, because I liked her as a player. So when I was like, well, yeah, just. Oh. You watch Maya Moore play? I've seen her play in college. And, <laughs> and when she played. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> well, you have, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think anywhere where there's UConn players on the WNBA team, I'm going to root for it. You kind of got to watch because, like, it's a certain way of just playing the actual game. And it's just like you know it's taught well. Right. Um, right. I practiced for the CT Sun. And when I tell you. Mm-hmm. I think I, like, fell in love with more basketball because of how efficient and detailed women are in basketball. I got hit with an elbow from Tina Charles. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. That's when I learned that when they say chin the actual basketball or, like, you know, a post move comes, that pin down, the elbow's following. Caught me right, you know, and looked like ribbit. Ribbish under the armpit had to take you know the next few plays out. Mm. Yeah, and that's a that's right. And I was like, this is when I might just stop coming to practices because this is wild. But um, Diana Taurasi, I've seen her live. Um, amazing goat. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. It was a lot of players. Um. Now that I live in New York, I realize that you guys play a lot of players. Like uh, the girl from Nova is um from here. Yeah, I've seen. I think I seen her play in high school because my wife was coaching at the time, and it was just like, well, she was coaching on high school, and then like she just was like, that girl's actually good. And I was like, who? I was like, who, who could you possibly be, you know? And she was like, that girl. She's going to tell Nova. I was like, Villanova? Mm-hmm. And at that time, Villanova wasn't ranked. Yeah. They were just like a program. But, man, when I said she's good, and I was like, she's actually like a, a bucket now. In high school, I don't think she was that much of a bucket. But a certain opportunity, I guess, changes your whole life. Yeah, I think Villanova really shaped her as a player, and she, it, like, excelled there in that program. She did have a longer from there as to make down. She did. Do you guys feel like you guys are, like, a, a like make or break in the um, recruiting process? Like, oh, we got to treat her the right way or just show her the like you know Maris way or just you know be you like is it like low-key kind of pressure for like the top you know recruits um I think the coaching staff definitely emphasizes the recruit coming in before we get the chance to see them in person um so I think if it's someone of a high recruit then they'll do a lot of things in their power to make it almost absolutely perfect for their visit um, yeah. I know we had uh, the Caitlin Reiner 
to change it now because it's an email. But when she, was, I was gonna say that sounds so familiar. Yeah, when she was coming in, um, being recruited by Nash, we we did a lot. Yeah, we so, acted very high profile and yeah, like we were showing her the merest way. Yeah, and she did. Yeah. yeah. She got a ring though. But she, she did. did. She's playing her now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pelham's on the um staff. Yeah, Pelham, Jason Pelham. Yeah. Yep. That's my guy. Very small world, but that just shows you how like networking and like just kind of being you, just having I guess different avenues of things instead of just sports, it gets you far. Um, last thing, does, do you guys have anything you want to ask me? Any questions? Any, anything? I also got to send you guys, um, some, uh, I think probably either a sweater or a slash hoodie or a beanie, but, you know, we'll talk off air. Um, Um, so, yeah. I I, I want to know what, speaking from a male perspective, what your recruit your recruiting process mm-hmm. was like? Uh, well, I went... It was weird. Uh, I would have... Alright, Sam. I ain't gonna lie to you. At this point, <laughs> I thought I was the man. Like, I'm talking the first first ever, like, ring for basketball there. Like, and I'm like, yo, I should be getting every offer. <laughs> like, I don't care. Um... But my center was like six ten, and he had an offer to Wagner. He ended up in the MLB, so that was good. <laughs> but like, I was too small, and like around what I graduated twenty twelve, it was about like the big guards. So like, uh, we had Chris Dunn, who was like right there, you know, down them street um it was hard because i was just small i was fast quick i could kind of shoot but not really i was more like inside out passer i'm not six five i'm not six six so on a recruiting like base it was like they was telling me to kind of go prep and i was like i'm broke (laughs) like i don't know prep costs money so it was more of a what, what's, what's your fit? Plus, I didn't have grades for it, but I was getting looked at by Stonehill when they were D two. Um, I'm pretty sure they was D two because I could not play D one in at one forty, at you know five eleven. Um, and they was gonna offer me like a scholarship or something if my grades was actually good, so I had to go to a community college and I felt like that was just life passing me by <laughs> like all right if I do this do I gotta play at like a d2 level right will I be overshadowed overlooked will I be older like it was so many like mind games and like at that time my uh sister-in-law now my brother went to um, jail for, for like, you know, something. So it was only her and, like, you know, my niece. So, like, a lot of things came into perspective of, all right, do you grow up as a as a man or do you grow up as a family man? Like, and I went to – I ended up playing in the All-Star game and Westcott was there. Uh, Eastern was there. A bunch of schools. And I realized, like, this shit was just, like, not it because they was literally talking to every senior, like, every senior, like, hey, um, you know, a game, you know, this is, you know, this is West Con. Okay, all right, bye. Right. Then I'm like, yo, he's talking to this motherfucker over here. Like, yo, what? I'm sitting there like, yo, this is the games. Like, I guess whoever commits first, like, and that's when it, like, hit me. Like, I just need to go to a school that helps me and fits me. Fast forward, that's when I failed off of the uh, Westcon team twice. Ended up going back to um, Mitchell, which is right down, you know, the street from uh, you know, New London. 
And um, I played there for, like, a year. only reason why I didn't stay is because, like, it was just weird. It was like, I got to pay private school money. I don't have that money. <laughs> like, find a way for me. I'm broke, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying to get right. But I will say Mitchell helped me out because I live closer to home. And I learned more because I could work. Like, mm. all right, I could work here at my old job. And the recruiting process for me just wasn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. And now that, that, like, it's fast forward as a, like, high school coach slash a, a U coach, it's like trying to get kids to a certain school is tough. Yeah. Because what, what they expect is not what they're perceiving in the middle ground is coaches aren't looking at you if you don't have something that's dominant, yeah. if you don't have certain characteristics, right? Mm-hmm. If it's about you, 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 they're going to just overlook you because there's many yous. It's just which one fits them, right? And, mm-hmm. and as a player, I learned that now, which is so late and I'm so pissed about it, you know? Uh, so when you guys graduate, and like kind of sit back and like watch the like newer classes and stuff, you're gonna be like, damn, if they did this, this may work. And then you you sit there and say, Y'all gonna learn. Mm-hmm. You may not may not, you know, learn now, but you'll learn and you'll experience it and you'll feel it and you'll be like, damn, Sam and you know, Julia was right. You know? So it was a shitty process overall because I didn't know where to go. I was panicking. <laughs> yeah, you know, know. I'm seeing I'm seeing dudes and like boys wise, you don't commit your junior year. It was kind of like rare, you know. Right. So girls would commit or like there's more pressure coming the freshman to sophomore to junior year, and that's when they really, you know. And I was like, why are they like so wild? Like, uh, um, Adelie committed to Quinnipiac, I think junior year as soon as the the, um, year started. And I'm over like, why do you do that? You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. And then as I grew up, I'm like, girls, a woman commit earlier because like, you kind of have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because there's no real prep out here on the East Coast, honestly. And most women are book smarter than guys mm-hmm. so they don't need the the community college or you know a prep year mm-hmm. you know so that realization of like damn bro gary you in a pickle mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a bad pickle so i dealt with what i was offered and i ended up going back to um west con where it all started met you know my wife, she helped me out, and I ended up graduating and playing a full year. So it was beautiful, and this was, I think, before yeah. pandemic hit. So I was kind of jealous, but I kind of wasn't, because right. like see- seeing people, you know, every day was like, all right, hey, you know, professor, I need this and that. I had to do that. Now it was just a bunch of Zoom stuff, and I was like, I really left before COVID, but I'm also jealous because I I could have got another year. Yeah. But that following year, they actually won it. So I was kind of pissed. But not to shit on them. Congratulations to all of them. Uh, If I could tell people a piece of advice, I would say take this shit seriously and also have fun. Because it flies by so fast that you could forget what sophomore year was like. You forget what players played with you and had like that one time, like, yo, remember that time, you know, in practice when, you know, th- you know, boom, 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 you're like, wait, damn, that was so long ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, only thing you have is like pictures, like photos and memories. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. Any, um, anything else? I kind of just ranted, but you know, <laughs> that's just what it is. So, if we have nothing else, girls, we are concluding the end of our episode. This is really awesome. Thank you so much, Gary. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on here. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, 
I was just about to ask that. Have like you guys ever like spoken like on a podcast? It's. I think you guys could easily do it, especially if. I know, right? What's up with them? Like, yo, tell them, tell them, nil, drop the bag. Like, yo, what's up with them? Like. It's just, I mean, it depends on what the conversations are, you know? But I'm just glad that I got to have a conversation with you guys before your senior year is almost up, like, or fifth to fourth year. Because it's a reality check, but also it's just a learning experience and looking back, like, how far you guys came (laughs) from Waterford, from, like, you know, Niagara Falls to, you know, all of it. So I just want to say, I just want to say thank you, um, and I hope you guys have a better mentality than you did when you, you know, started the whole freshman year. Uh, ask people yes. how is their mental. Have a conversation. Actually, listen. Um, yeah. I'm not saying you guys don't. I'm just hinting out yeah. things because people, you never know when people are ready to just be like, I'm done, you know? Uh, but that is it, guys. This is the first episode back of Waves from the Wise. I might change the name up to Checkup because it's a lot of sports people who will be guests, and we could just check up on them. Wordplay is crazy. Um, thank you, guys. If you guys uh, are listening out there, um, tune in to Maris Basketball girls they have two games left before i want to say the conference right two games before and they are both away um if you guys want to tap in we will drop a link uh in support you know the college woman the high school woman just tap in because you'll learn more basketball from them than the actual men's pickup game you know uh And that's just my truth, and that's just what I'm sticking to. So, guys, thank you again. Thank you. You guys.